Welcome and hello there. I am so thrilled to have you join us. I'm Amber Griffiths, maker of legends, and it is that time again. So grab your legend pack, crank that speaker to 11. Welcome to legend. This is the get real, get loud with purpose podcast. And this is a series of conversations where we get to explore the dreams and visions of individuals who know that their message, their story, their movement, it's all destined to create something greater than themselves. Each one of our guests have chosen to leap into speaking, into entrepreneurship, and they are owning their voice and will, willing to come here and share that with each of you. So without further ado, today we are speaking with Candace Christiansen Noss, who is a physical therapist, but mostly she's a life coach, wellness coach, and she is the founder of Mind, Body, Spirit, Trifecta. Welcome, Candace, and thank you for coming to play. Thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here, truly. I'm so excited to see you again. We were reminiscing before we started hitting record that we got to meet, we got to speak on the same, like we shared a stage several months ago, and we finally get to reconnect. So I'm just thrilled to have you back in my space and have a chance to share your story and your message with my community. So thank you so much for coming to play. Yes, I appreciate yes. it. So share with us, we'll get some of the businessy stuff out of the way. Tell us how you best serve your clients. What do you, what do, you do for them? What are the results you create? How do you like to work with your clients? Yeah, I love to work with clients who are ready to own their greatness. So I loved how you talked about owning your voice. Um, I'm all about liberating people from a life of struggle where they're stuck in survival mode. I want to free them from I call it their self-made prisons of depression, negative self-talk, and playing small in their own life. And I'm all about helping them magnify the power of their mind, body, and spirit. So in the mind, body, spirit trifecta, what I always am helping create is a mind that's firmly aligned, a body that's purposefully loved, and a spirit that's powerfully accessed. And when you get your human trifecta, the three most powerful things that make us a human, your mind, body, and spirit, when you get them aligned and healthy and in sync, it is beautiful. You're able to live an elevated, meaningful life full of fulfillment. It is the secret weapon. So I, I do that in a number of different ways. I have a, a body love weight release program where I help women transform, not just their bodies, but that's the reason why they come into this program is, is they have a, a body size goal. Uh, but I help them transform in their mind, body, and spirit. Um, I have a conquering confidence course, and that is awesome and amazing. That's a one-on-one -on -one program. I have a powerful parenting course, which is coming right up, and I'm feeling it right now, and it's amazing. But then we use parenting as that framework to understand your mind, body, and spirit. Um, and then I also have a spiritual series to help people really tap into their intuition and understanding their spiritual senses and how to receive revelation and inspiration. Okay, there is so much to unpack there. Oh my goodness, this is okay. This is so exciting. So I remember, like, as you as you were speaking, I was having little flashbacks of listening to you speak several months ago. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's why she was so fabulous. I am remembering this now. You said something about purposely loved. Is am I getting that right? Like a body. Yes. A body. I love that there is intention behind that. That there is something purposeful about it. I think too much of what we get to do as entrepreneurs is. We're so busy working on our business and getting that next client and doing that next thing and getting the next stage and da, 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 doing all the things we forget. And so anything that anytime we spend on ourselves is almost by accident, unless we do it with intention. So speak yes. a little bit to that, like how what drives you 
because it seems like so much of who you are and what you're doing is just let me serve these women, let me serve these human beings and help them become better. What brought you to not only like combining those three things into this beautiful triangle, but like just generally in the service of women, what brought you here? That is such a loaded question, Amber, but I love it because it's, it's, it's my story. It's, it's my whole journey. Um, I have six kids and after I had baby number six, so I've, I was a therapist, physical therapist since 2002, the winter Olympics is when I graduated. So for 20 plus years, I was a full-time stay at home mom. And all I wanted, I mean, sorry, all I wanted to do was be a full-time stay-at-home mom. And I was working so hard. And after I had baby number six, I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. I should have been happy, but I wasn't. I was really overweight. After six kids, my body was just a baby maker. And it was so much bigger than what I wanted it to be. And I looked in the mirror and I tore myself apart. And I moved to this new home, which is gorgeous. My husband built me this beautiful home. I mean, so many blessings. I really should have been happy, but I wasn't. And I used that I should have been happy to beat myself up even more. And I found myself in this really low, dark, awful place where, I mean, it was it was dangerous. I was thinking that I wasn't worth being on this earth anymore. That's how bad it got. Uh, but I had this on my 40th birthday, right? 40. I used that to beat myself up even more. <laughs> like, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're in that spot and you're used to stinking thinking and crappy self-talk, it just, you use whatever comes up as an excuse to beat yourself up. But in this horrible low place, I had an amazing transcendent experience and it's sacred and it's beautiful. And I won't get into all the details of it, but I myself outside of my body. I, I dropped to my knees in prayer because I couldn't stand it anymore. And I really truly was considering if it was time for me to just be done. And in this transcendent experience, I, I was able to be sort of outside my body. And I heard the things coming out of my mouth. And from this divine place with divinity by me, it broke my heart because they were all lies, all lies. I was believing the wrong voice in my head. My head was so out of control. I hated my body and to be with divinity and know that actually that body was an amazing gift that I had waited for eons to get and that I hated it broke my heart. I knew at that point I had to change something. And so um, after this transcendent experience, I needed to figure out my brain. I, I didn't know how. And through a lot of tender mercies and miracles, I, I found cognitive behavioral therapy and life coaching and a gratitude practice and um, how to really access my greatness and own that in a powerful way. I found all these tools and I was able to then come to this place where I know what it takes to live an elevated life where you own your greatness and you use that to do great things in this world. And it takes a mind firmly aligned, a body purposefully loved, you love that body you accept it and you own it you're happy with what you have while working for what you want but you love that gift right and a spirit powerfully accessed oh my goodness okay i'm i'm taking notes and yet soaking it all up so you talked about the voice in your head one of the things i have seen with i mean i've been doing this now for 20 years i've been working with amazing amazing individuals 
And every single one of us has at least one voice in our head. Sometimes it's our voice. Uh, for me, it's usually my mother's. Um, the good news is my father's voice is also in my head and they kind of balance each other out. So it works out okay. But there's always at least one voice that whatever it was that was just that we just did, it's prideful to be okay with it. We should be wanting more. We should be doing better. Yes, that was fine. But it's like, well, that was yesterday. What have you done for me today? And so there's, you know, I, I work with these speakers who they come off stage and there are 13 voices in their heads all telling them all the things that they did just totally lost that up and next time we got to do this better and what the heck were you thinking about that so how do you work with someone who that really is the loudest most prominent have you found a have you found that it's usually their own or is it somebody else's voice and how do you help them i mean i realize that this is like a whole process and it's a whole thing yes, yes. but how do you get them to even start the process of okay let's Let's quiet that voice because it's it's a load. Like it's absolute nonsense. And we know that on some level, but we don't know that on some level. Right. How do you even get them to that starting point? Oh, I love, I love that you asked me this because this is the crux to becoming the boss of your brain, right? To mm -hmm. living with a mind firmly aligned is to 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 own what you're going to think. And the way that I teach it is I teach you have a lower brain and a higher brain. And there are three pieces that go into the lower brain. You have extreme survivalism, which is just the way we're wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, conserve energy. We have tribal paranoia in our lower brain, which is again, how we're wired. We're wired to be in a tribe. And if we're not in a tribe, then we're gonna have, we're gonna die, the, the lions and tigers are gonna eat us. So we have to be part of a group and everyone has to love us in that group. Everyone has to know that we're cool and we have to be one of the best or we're going to lag behind and get eaten by all the tigers. And so that tribal paranoia creates people pleasing and uh, perfectionism and I got to be the best. Um, and then the last part that we have in our lower brain is what I call the natural man tendencies. And it is the deception. You are an idiot. You have no worth. You have no value. I mean, the truth is we are designed for greatness. We are children of an incredible maker a higher power and we have a spark of that within us right lies about what we're doing in our life you're messing your life up your worthless piece of crap right deception discouragement and distraction that's what our natural man wants to do so when i help people understand the voices in your head are all coming from your lower brain it's either extreme survivalism natural man tendencies or tribal paranoia and they can come in any different voice kind of like your mom kind of like your aunt kind of like whatever I bundle those all up into your lower brain and I have my clients name their lower brain. For me, oh, wow. I named my lower brain Cassandra. <laughs> it sounds kind of like Candace, but to me, Cassandra is like a mean girl name. Sorry if anyone's named Cassandra, no offense. <laughs> but, but if you name your lower brain, you can talk back to that. I would never oh, wow. let someone that I meet tell me, Candace, you're a worthless piece of crap. But I yeah. let my brain tell me that for years and I believed it. So when I can pull myself back and think about what I'm thinking about and decide on purpose, no, that is not okay. And I can say, Cassandra, unless you're gonna feed me good things, take a hike. Cassandra, yeah. you're, you're gone, get out of here. I know who I am. And then I, and then I, I redirect my thoughts to what I do know, the truth of who mm. I am. And as you begin to talk back to your lower brain, but first you got to think about what you're thinking about. 
Right. And right. thoughts are not facts. So we have to recognize that's a thought. It doesn't serve me. I'm going to reject it. Cassandra, take a hike. I'm, I'm the boss. I get to decide what I think. And I think I did a dang good job on that speech. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you, I, you get to start by being really intentional, even about your thoughts. Like mm -hmm. there's, oh. I mean, I've done, I've done so much meditation and, you know, self-development and that kind of thing. And I know one of those things is be aware of your thoughts. I'm like, well, duh, of course I'm aware of my thoughts. And yet, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, not without taking time to go, what was that? Did that just come out of, and you're, you're absolutely right. The things that I say to myself, I would never allow anyone to speak to anybody. Like that's the kind of thing where I'd be up, up out of my chair going, all right, them spiting words, let's, let's take this outside. Like this is not okay. And yet that's the 24 seven, you know, that's the Mobius strip of my brain. Really? Like, how is that okay? And yet somehow we just allow that. I don't know. And there's sneaky little thoughts too. Like, oh, you should have done a little better at that. You're right. like, you know, there's sneaky little ones too, but unless we're in the habit of thinking about what we're thinking about, we don't catch them and we just end up living in these feelings of frustration and depression and overwhelm and shame and insecurity where we can, we can vibe up, we can live at a higher vibration by the, by the feeling we operate from. And if we want to operate from my top five, faith, love, gratitude, grace, abundance, that's where I want to live. Mm. I got to be thinking thoughts that put me in grace, faith, love, gratitude, and abundance. Yeah. I like that there's a replacement. I've noticed, like, I'm a relatively, I became a mom later in life, like very not Utah mom. I was 36. And what I've noticed is if I, if I want to say stop doing that or don't do that, it's not enough to say stop that and don't do that. I have to say do this instead. Eat yes. this instead. Say this instead. Because it helps her move out of, okay, this was a bad behavior. So now is it just empty? So then what do I fill it with? which, and chances are the default is more nasty, more negative, more not healthy, whatever that is. But because, if I can yeah. it with something, that's a whole different ballgame. And that changes things for like more permanently, right? Yes, and I think it's really important to understand that default, our natural default is that lower brain thinking. It's mm. natural, it's default. We have to actually rewire our brain to go to our higher brain. And our higher brain is where we're intentional. That's where we are in tune with our spirit. Our higher brain is where we're strategic and we problem solve and we have a plan and we're intentional. So having some compassion for, you know, your daughter that is just following the, the natural default wiring, right? you know, and it's okay. Like, and that compassion for myself when I went through that horrible depression, like it's understandable that I went there. I was just listening to the wrong voice and that's not, that's default. Right. I just had to learn a different way. There's just and, a different path. Yeah. And that releasing and replacing is, is a key. I think that's amazing. I think that it's part of what I get to play with when I, when I have my clients come in is really tapping into like that genius part of it. Not the, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I'm not doing this with like the competitive, comparative. I mean, you talked about, you know, that tribal paranoia. Yes. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness. It's, I think it's really one of those downfalls of so many entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial women specifically is, well, I need to, I got into business because I'm doing this one thing, but it's rarely marketing. It's rarely branding. It's rarely business. It's usually, I have this thing that I'm really passionate about. I have this one thing that I'm really, really good at. So we allow our community to fill in 
the blanks. But that leaves us to compare, well, this is how they do it, so I guess I have to go do it that same way. And if it's not who we really are, it's not going to work the same way. And then it just leads us even further into that, okay, well, I tried it, and they could do it, but somehow I couldn't do it, so I must be less than, and look at me be a trash, and you know, and then and on down the cycle we go. It's just down so... If you can, but similarly, if you can get on that more positive, more intentional, actually, I'm kind of kicking butt over here. Like, it's what yes. I tell people, hey, sorry, women say sorry. I mean, men do too. Please understand, like, everybody says sorry way too much. Women say sorry over things that they cannot possibly have been the fault of. They cannot possibly have changed that or affected that in any way, and yet we say sorry. Right. I remember in seventh grade at a dance. The guy stepped on my toes and I said out loud, oh, sorry. And that has haunted me for 40 years. I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? I mean, he didn't do it on purpose. It was just a thing. But if anybody needed to say sorry or whoops, it was him. And But I was like, yes, I somehow slipped my foot under your foot. That was my bad. So sorry. <laughs> so if we can say, and I tell people, rock stars don't say sorry. We don't apologize for anything but bad behavior. So say something else. Say, oops, or, well, that's really rotten, or I feel bad that you're going through that. Not I'm sorry, because I think that leads to that, it's all my fault, and I screwed up, and I, I'm not doing well enough, and I am not enough, and onward down the trail we go. Right, yes, so true, oh so goodness. true. And I think words are so powerful. Like absolutely, the words we say are so powerful. I used to say this is really hard, um, and I try to never use that word hard anymore because hard is so heavy. I like to mm. say no, that's so tricky, because tricky oh is like it's a game. We just gotta figure right. it out, right? It's just it's just tricky. That's all it is. And I just got chills, Candace. I just got chills. I love that. That's tricky. It's so like, it's I, so important. And sorry, my daughter, it's not hard, it's new. Yeah. Like it's, and so, but I like the tricky because then it's like, okay, this is a challenge. This is just a puzzle. Let's figure it out. It's it's fun. It adds a little element of fun to it. Yeah. I love this. Okay. There are so many other questions I have for you, but I'm running out of time and I may just have to have you back for part two. Yay. Let's do it. Here is what I would like to invite you and your listeners and my listeners and everyone. Candice and I get to share, share a stage again. In March of this year is the Rejuvenate You conference, and it's three days of high vibe, loving on yourself, loving on each other, and just getting rid of that stinking thinking. You talked about, oh my goodness, I'm not mixed on your messages. You have a five day, uh, five day of focus, yes. right? Is that right? Kind of a five challenge. Of and, and the very first day is mirror talk and changing that crappy thinking to happy thinking. I'm, I'm totally butchering your message. Yes. I don't say this as yes. you. No, there's a, there's a freebie video in that five days of focus that I'm, that I'm offering for free. And the, the video is called taking yourself talk from crappy to happy with one simple brain hack. Oh my word, my friends, one hack, one day. I mean, there's going to be five days of focus, but can you imagine how much change with that mirror talk? I mean, how many times I have done it. I show up and go, so this is for you, huh? Ah, okay, whatever. <laughs> like it's not. I don't start nitpicking necessarily, but I'm not super happy about. It. <laughs> like, okay, this is so being able to master that and flip that mirror talk like that alone. So I will make sure that the link to that five days of focus is in the show notes for sure, and I will also make sure that there's a link to come and join us at the Rejuvenate You event in March. I'm so excited for you to be able to share more of your story, more of your genius. 
get us out of our lower brain, out of that reptilian monkey brain. Yes. Really, I think you get to live in that higher brain if you're going to truly change the world the way you specifically are meant to change it. You have to. It's essential. I cannot wait to hear you speak again. I I just love it. Okay, so make sure that there's links. What is the best way for someone to reach out to you right now? Uh, They want to know you. My website is www.candisnos.com and it's Candice with an I, like ice, ice baby. <laughs> so candisnos.com and there, all my things are there. You can email me from there. Um, and if you want it, my noscandice at gmail.com is my email. But yeah, through my website, oh, email me. I'd love to hear from anybody. I'm so excited. I think so many women need to hear what you have to say and just the more positive we can speak to each other, to ourselves, I think the better the world will be. Candace, thank you so, so much for coming and sharing your voice with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> Absolutely. So, of course, I have to cough now. We have been speaking with Candace Christiansen Noss, and she is the founder of Mind, Spirit, Body Trifecta. I know that there have been brilliant gems dropped throughout this conversation today. So I hope at least one of them will find its way into your heart and inspire you to take action today. So until I get to see you again, as always, rock on.